The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast, and I'm your host, Raider Greg. Welcome to our show, Big News in Raider Country. Carson Palmer is now the quarterback of the Oakland Raiders. Did you ever think? We'll have that and more here on Show 320. Okay, folks, on today's show, you know we got a hit on Carson Palmer. Man, what a surprise that was. Hugh Jackson, where did uh, Al's somewhere in the building? Al Davis must be in the building, I swear. What a deal. We're to hit on that, of course, the post-Brownies game. Uh, that was quite an event. Uh, unfortunately, we lost our quarterback. Ugh, that's brutal. Then, of course, the pre-game for the Queefs. The Kansas City Queefs are coming to town, man. They're bringing their show to the Oakland Coliseum. And I'm sure they haven't forgotten the beating they got last season. I'm sure they want to give it back. We're going to hit on that and the bone line (laughs) here on our show. Well, I got to get to this story right away because it's blowing everybody's mind. (laughs) Carson Palmer, a Raider. Now, first of all, you know, I I just got to say this is how I felt. I saw him in the picture of him signing the contract, and he is glaringly white. (laughs) He's pale white. He's going to have to get some sun or something. It's pretty funny, man, because he just looks like this total Midwestern clean-cut farmer or something like that. (laughs) Welcome to Oakland. Did you ever think we'd get this kind of deal? Is this so Al Davis-like? This news flashed across the screen, and it went everywhere viral in seconds. The news is big. Everybody's got an opinion. And it really doesn't matter because guess what? Carson Palmer is a Raider. And that is the end of that. And he will be a Raider for some time because his contract got to be multiple year. Hugh Jackson actually recruited him from high school when he worked at USC. They have a very long, long relationship. And then Hugh Jackson was with the Bengals as well. So... They have a relationship. They have an understanding. They do have some type of bond, and it has come full circle, Raider Nation. You know, it's going to be an interesting thing to see how this team changes with the Carson Palmer situation going because he's a totally different quarterback. He's a pocket quarterback. He doesn't scramble well at all. He has a bad knee, got a bad shoulder. There's a couple things that have happened to him. This is a... One of my concerns, we gave a lot of money up for a guy that's 32 and kind of banged up, really. 
His last two seasons with the Bengals were dropping off from his great Pro Bowl seasons in 2006-2007. Eight and nine started to fade. So, you know, this is what happens with the Raiders. We get a quarterback that doesn't seem to be happy, disgruntled, whatever, and then we turn him into a champion. I'm hoping that we this is the second coming of Rich Gannon. I hope that this guy can bring the talent and the ability to get the ball to Denarius Moore at the best place of the play. I just want him to throw the ball to to DHB so that he can get it on a full stride and make it all the way to the end zone without having to slow down. Marcel Reese seems to be pretty happy. And if you look at any of the film from Carson Palmer, man, the guy's got a very nice touch. He has some velocity, but he also knows how to finesse a pass. He will need this if he's going to stay in the pocket. We will need, Raider Nation, another backup quarterback. I don't know if we could do it, but, you know, I guess we're going to just keep Kyle because I'll tell you, Carson Palmer is going to have to learn how to scramble a little bit. But, hey, I digress. He's here. It was a blockbuster move by the Raiders. There's speculation all over the place on who made this happen. I still think Al Davis is in the building. <laughs> I think he made this deal before he left. It is incredible news. You know, we had a whole show planned, and actually, a couple of the guests would have been relevant anyway. Joe Reedy and Paul Gutierrez. One covers the Bengals, one covers the Raiders, and then all hell broke loose this morning. We thought that the last day of the trading period would be boring. It's not. It's exciting. And I'm dispensing with the usual segment one and bringing in Jake Laser of Fox Sports. He is the guy who broke the story. Don't listen to what anyone else says or suggests. Jay Glazer of Fox broke the story of the Bengals trading Carson Palmer to the Oakland Raiders for a first-round pick in 2012, conditional first-rounder in 2013. Jay joins us now. Jay, was that? did I do okay with that? You, you did it right, man. I appreciate it, buddy. You know, I know ESPN was putting out there for a while that it's two ones. It's not. It's a one and a two, and it's conditional. That two goes to a one. What does it take to get the two to a one? Do we know that? Um, I think it has. They've got to win a playoff game, I think is what happens. The Raiders gave up a heck of a lot for a guy who possibly has his best days well behind him. Hey, for as much as the Raiders got the better of the deal last week for Aaron Curry, they're only paying him three hundred and seventy grand this year. It's a low-round pick. They gave up a heck of a lot. Maybe Hugh Jackson knows something the rest of us don't. But you know what? Well, he Palmer does. Has with, been rough the past he does with years. Carson. He does with Carson. He is, again, he's closer to Carson than any coach out there. You've you got to think about this, too. It's interesting because when you talk to people around the league, for teams who already have a quarterback, they go, man, they gave up so much. But for teams who don't have a quarterback, they go, yeah, I mean, hey, you've got to give up a lot to give. These guys don't grow on trees. It was interesting how subjective this is looked at. John Gruden is with us in the subway first day hotline. Raiders got a, a very good quarterback. I'm sure Hugh Jackson has a good feel for Carson Palmer based on their long-term relationship. If he's physically ready to go and they can bring him up to speed, 75-80% of the content of their offense, I wouldn't be surprised to see Carson Palmer Sunday against the Chiefs. He's he's a guy that they need, obviously, with Campbell's injury. Bowler is a good backup, but I don't think in a playoff chase you want to rely on Kyle Bowler for a long period of time. And don't forget they had Terrell Pryor 
who could possibly be a guy that they use creatively in some short yardage uh, goal line type situation. Some of those options that he ran at Ohio State, you got to be ready for that too. Herm Edwards joining us now. Uh, if your first reaction when you hear the Raiders, who are four and two in the playoff hunt, now getting a guy like Carson Palmer, I like it. I think it's a good a good deal for the Raiders and a good deal for Cincinnati. When you think about Cincinnati and and Marvin Lewis is not getting enough credit at Cincinnati. He's starting a rookie quarterback. They're four and two. Most people would assume that they would not be 4-2 and with a rookie quarterback. there, But he's playing fabulous. He's got that team playing well. Now, Carson Palmer on the other side, he's going to go back to the Raiders, an offense that really is familiar with what he can do well, vertical. They want to throw the ball down the football field. Hugh Jackson has been around Carson Palmer before. was a wide receiver coach at Cincinnati. So this is a good fit. I know the Raiders had to give up some draft choices. But the Raiders are thinking about right now. They're sitting in position right now to, to maybe win this division. Uh, they play the Kansas City Chiefs this week, and I think they have a bye, and they play Denver. So they're going to start playing some divisional opponents. They have to make sure that quarterback position is solidified. We know the Raiders can run the football. They need a quarterback that can throw the football down the football field, and Carson Palmer can do that. Should he start this weekend against the Chiefs, or do you wait? Uh, when that, Kyle Bowler is yeah, the starting quarterback. Kyle Bowler is the starting quarterback right now, but when you trade for Carson Palmer, if you can get him ready to play, you might see him playing this week <laughs> do we put too much into a quarterback understanding a system and he needs time i mean how quickly do you think a guy like carson palmer can assimilate this offense considering how he's familiar with you jackson and their time in cincinnati when you was a receivers coach from 04 to 06 well they can simplify it for carson palmer obviously and in the passing terminology i don't know how if that varies from what he has done in cincinnati but you jackson knows carson palmer carson palmer has a good feel of what you jackson wants to do offensively so this is one of those things where you have to make sure the quarterback's comfortable, that he understands the offense. You don't give him a lot of checks, but you make sure that he's very comfortable. And remember, this team likes to run the football. I mean, that's what they're going to do. They're going to run the ball. Now, from there, your play-action passes and your throwing down the field comes into play. It'll be interesting to see if Carson plays this week, but eventually he's going to be the start quarterback. Are the Raiders a playoff team in your mind now with Carson Palmer as their potential starting quarterback? Yeah, and even with Jason Campbell, they were a playoff team. Not only a playoff team, really had a ch- have, they have a chance to win this division, in my opinion, because they are a very physical football team. They're built that way up front. As Coach Hugh Jackson says, he wants a bully. He has a bully. There's no doubt about that. The, the Raiders have the ability on both sides of the ball to really take over. In other words, their offensive line does a good job of, of creating running lanes. Their defensive front can get out after the quarterback, and they've got holes like everybody else, but they understand who they are. They're physical. They want to play physical on both sides of the ball. They want to run it, and they want to throw the vertical passing game like Mr. Davis used to say. Herm, who are the uh, the Raiders getting, though? There are two different Carson Palmers. Uh, number one pick, when you saw him in 2005, this is the NFL passer rating. Look at that, 101. And then you see the decline through the years. What kind of quarterback? I mean, we know the history. We know the big arm. What kind of quarterback are the Raiders getting right now in Carson Palmer? I think they're getting a quarterback that is excited about playing for the Raiders. And he's excited about that football team in this sense. He doesn't have to do it by himself. He's got a good run game. This is a run-first team. This is not a pass-first team. This is a run-first team. Carson Palmer is going to be asked to maybe throw a ball about 25 times a football game. That's what he's going to be asked to do. This is how they play football. I think this is a good fit for him. He wanted to go back to the West Coast. This guy's excited about playing football. Probably at times he felt like I wasn't going to play this year. But now all of a sudden, injuries happen. He's going to the Raiders. He played there in Cincinnati for a long time, had some good years. Just felt it was time for him to move on. You hated the way it went down. But now both parties seem to have 
uh, one on both sides. Cincinnati will get some picks. They got a young quarterback in place for the future. Uh, the Raiders get a quarterback because Jason Campbell goes down. So I think it, it helps both parties. If you look at the schedule and you bring in a guy like Carson Palmer, Al Davis is smiling somewhere, considering that they now have divisional games against their two biggest rivals, the Chiefs at home this coming weekend. Then you have a bye, and then you have the Broncos coming to town. You know all about this rivalry being the head coach of the Chiefs and the Raiders. The type of energy that we're going to see in the black hole <laughs> when the Chiefs come into town, as well as the Broncos, and seeing a guy like Carson Palmer out there. Can you even describe it? Well, it's great energy, and this division is a, is a division that has obviously gotten better. A couple years ago, Chargers were really the team in the division. Now you think about the Raiders, and don't lose sight of this. The Raiders did not lose a division game last year. They won them all. Mm -hmm. So it's not like they've lost a division game yet. So the, right now, they're the best team in the division as far as division games. They hadn't lost one. So this is a big series of games for the Raiders. And it's good they have a veteran quarterback that can come in there. If he has to play, they'll find a way for him to play. And they can continue to play football like they would like to. So evidently, just like Hugh Jackson says, we are going for it, partner. We are not jacking around at all. And here we go. We got to listen to a little bit of the press conference because, man, it is monumental. Obviously, I think everybody knows that we needed to go out and address our quarterback situation. I told you guys the other day that I was going to continue to search, look, uh, do everything I could uh, to help this football team to become all it can be. That's my job as the head coach and the leader of this team. So, what I set out to do was find the person that I would feel comfortable with coming in here, um, helping me lead this football team as we continue to move forward and uh, give us the best opportunity to win. And I was very lucky to kind of reach back in my past and grab somebody that I'm very familiar with, uh, being Carson. Any player we put on this football team, in my opinion, is, is going to be someone that can help us attain our goal, which is winning a championship. And that's all I'm interested in. I'm interested in winning. Uh, we're going to obviously talk to Carson a little bit, but this is about our future, where we're headed, where we're trying to go. Um, and um, whatever questions you guys have, let them rip. Vic Tafer from the Chronicle. Um, will Carson start on Sunday? You think I'm going to tell you that right now? You know me a little bit better than that. Try. Okay, you do try. All you guys try. I'm not going to let that out of the bag just yet. But um, you got you to be ready for anything from me. I think you know that. We'll see as we continue to move through the week exactly where we are. Rick Tittle, uh, 95-7 the game. Uh, Carson, some fans may be a little bit worried that because of the acrimony you had in Cincinnati and saying you were willing to retire, how much of your heart is still in this? And mm -hmm. then when you see the Raiders pay a high price, do you feel sort of a responsibility to let them know that they made the right decision? A tremendous burden. Um, you know, I... I, uh, I was telling somebody uh, just a little while ago, I went to bed last night at 10.30, uh, a retired football player, and got a text message at 4 a.m. and was told to get on a plane to Oakland. Uh, so it's, it's been a whirlwind, um, and I understand what's expected of me. Uh, I've, I've played in this league for eight years. I know what, what it's about. I know what playing quarterback's about in this league, and it's about winning. And uh, I want to come in and, and contribute and do everything I can to whatever I can to help this team. Hazik met you in Cron 4 News. If you will, could you just share with us what Mr. Davis may have uh, shared with you about Carson Palmer as a quarterback? Um, one thing I know about Coach, he loved tall, athletic quarterbacks from USC. That's for sure. And um, 
I, one thing, he loves guys that can throw the ball down the field, and this man can. So I think he's been very excited, very happy. Um, the thing I got excited about, because his son's very excited and very happy. So that told me what, what Coach might have felt, too. Mark is very excited about us adding Carson to this, this football team. Now, for those Raider fans who think that maybe he wasn't gleeful enough or he looked a little nervous or he looked kind of out of place, just put it in perspective, man. You're in bed, and at 4 a.m. in the morning, you get a text, in bed, guess what? You got to get on a plane and go to Oakland. What? This is from a guy who wasn't sure he's was going to throw another ball for the NFL. He was ready to retire. He wasn't thinking that no, anybody was going to come and pick him up. He said so himself. He's a great quarterback, not just a good one. He's a great quarterback now, and he has the ability to take us to the Super Bowl. You heard me say it. This team is primed to win some championship games, people. If it wasn't, we wouldn't be making so many moves. We got Lito Shepard coming in to take a look at him. We haven't stopped improving this team from the first day we started playing football this season. Now, if you look at Carson Palmer, he's tentative, yes. Uh, well, look what Richard Seymour was like. He didn't say a word until he got here, and he was kind of uh, befuddled and kind of, you know, fuddled around a little bit because he wasn't even sure what he was doing. He just came to Oakland, and he started playing like a monster. Remember his first game? I do. First and 10, Chargers on the Raider 21 at offset eye. Jacob Hester, the fullback, a straight drop by Rivers under pressure. Hit and sack! Back on the 27-yard line, Richard Seymour got in. Did not take him long to get his first sack as a Raider. Case in point, I think that they're going to put him out there and play him. He has three or four days to practice. They'll see if he's in football condition. I think that's the only thing we're worried about here. I wouldn't want to see him get hurt his first game, and the Chiefs game is certainly an emotional and brutal contest. What better way to start your Raiders career than playing one of our division rivals, one of our most hated division rivals, the Kansas City Chiefs, in our house. they got to come to here. So Carson Palmer pickup, great move. People are saying we overpaid. They always dog us, nation. Don't they always give everyone else the benefit of the doubt except the Oakland Raiders? It is a classic case of let's step on the guys at the bottom because we're not at the bottom anymore, and they're going to try to keep us down as long as they can because they know once the cat's out of the bag, it's on. And I think the cat's already out of the damn bag. And sure, his best games were in 05, 06, 07, three Pro Bowl years. And he started to tail off a little bit 08, 09, and 10. He wasn't happy. What player retires in his prime? Uh, one that's very unhappy. Now, you don't know the details. I don't know the details. I actually don't give a rat's ass what the details are. He wasn't happy there. And he was ready to make a move. And they weren't going to work with him, obviously. He's here. I think once he opens his eyes, and I think he's learning that as we speak right now, he has one hell of a team. 
He's got one of the best running games in the NFL. He's got two tandem running backs in Bush and McFadden that can work wonders for him. In the short game, in the long game, he's got great young wide receivers that have been getting bad passes thrown to them that have been behind, been late, been high, been low. I like Jason Campbell, man. I like him a lot, but he left a lot to be desired in the passing game. We played the game to fit him. Now we have to change our game to fit someone who can fit the ball into those tight, tight places. I'm going to say this right now. If Carson Palmer stays healthy, we can go to the show. We have a team that can do it. He can see that. Once he locks into his team and starts to see the potential there, I believe he's got to see the light because we all do. We all see the light. We all see that we have great blooming and blossoming wide receivers. You know, when Marcel Reese gets back, that's been a huge missing piece for our offense. You know, our team is prime. We got a great offensive line. We got brutes on the line, and the protection should be good for him. I'm happy about this move. Welcome to Oakland, Carson Palmer. You are a definite asset we needed. And fuck all those people who said we paid too much. You know, even if it doesn't work out, you know, heaven forbid it doesn't work out. At least our team is making a a try, a chance. A, they're taking a chance to make it happen. I got to say this, man. I love the Raiders just for that gutsiness. That is very Al Davis-like. And I think this shows who the Raiders are still in the division and in the league. Watch out, partners, because we're coming, and we're coming with Carson Palmer. And that is all I have to say about that. the post game for the brownies who let the dogs out who let the dogs out it's funny i was talking to another fan before the game and we were reminiscing about al davis because this was his tribute uh it was pretty cool the, the tailgate was very very cool they had a tribute to al davis going on all morning and it was excellent it was an excellent Show, thank you, Leonard, man. You kick ass. Your entertainment trailer is awesome. And you had the entire Raider Nation just pumped. We were frothing at the mouth before we got to go into the Coliseum and see the memorial. The Oakland Raiders were ready to play this game. And I can tell you they were ready to play this game because the first three plays of the game were all blitzes. <laughs> Colt McCoy was on his heels from the first five minutes of the game and never stopped. He ran for his life constantly, and uh, they had some tough times. Peyton Hillis goes down in the second quarter with a hammy, and that was it. 
They put the nail in the coffin because they couldn't run the ball. They couldn't run the ball much anyway. I think they got 60 yards total all day. Not good. And they couldn't pass the ball as well. I think our defensive front really put the work on him. And uh, when they got behind him points, you know, it was over. I do not agree with the coaches' uh, fourth and one down there by the goal line. I do not agree with that call, even though he says he he did it on purpose. Hey, man, when you can get a, a two or three touchdown or three-score lead on a team, you just cut their throat right there. You take the wind out of their sails with that kick, period. That's what you do. You do not chance the fact that they could come back, which they almost did. They got the onside kick. They were close to win the, uh, tying the game at least. Too close for this Raider fan. Let's not be conservative, but let's not be stupid either. The great play of the game was the fake field goal. Leckler to boss for the touchdown. This will be a 53-yard attempt for Janikowski. He's 5 for 6 this year on 50-yarders. This one's from... The left uh, hash mark, they're going to fake it, Leckler throws wide open, Kevin Boss, 20, 10, 5, touchdown! Raiders! Shane Leckler on a fake field goal, throws a touchdown pass! What a play! Wow. What a tremendous call that was. It was so, so cool. It's nice to see the Raiders actually throwing some pizzazz on the field, man. It's been so many years of dry football. Jacoby Ford, what can I say? Popping it into that second gear on the 50-yard line. See ya! You ain't going to catch that, man, fool. You ain't going to catch him because he's gone. What an asset he is, and you can see that he's flying high. This game was decided in the trenches, just like all our other games. We do have a good team where it counts, the defensive front and the offensive front. That is our strength, and we can build on that. We have to build on that. We are a team searching for a championship, and we are a team that other teams are certainly not taking lightly. That is a fact. It's nice to see the Brownies went down and, you know, reminiscing, of course, Al Davis saying, you know, when you close your eyes and you, someone says the words silver and black, you can only think of one thing. You can think of the Raiders. You think of the Raiders, the silver and black covers of a championship team throughout the decades when you hear silver and black. Now, I wonder what it is when you, when you close your eyes and hear the word brown. Well, one thing comes to mind for me. <laughs> I love it. We won this game. We beat their ass. Nice talking to you. See you next time. And that is all I have to say about that. Well, Raider Nation, you know what time it is. Well, I'll give you a hint. Oh, 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 brother. Yes, in Kansas City and in the Great Plains, it is Raider Week. 
And I guess we it's Chiefs week for us. I never think about things that way, but that's how our opponents in our division, they always have a week to build up for the Raider game. It's funny. I think it's funny in Denver they have Raider week and San Diego they got Raider week and in Kansas City they got Raider week and we don't have any of that shit. You know, it's it's interesting culture change. Uh, they have to build themselves up for frothing at the mouth for this game. We don't need it. We never need it. We don't need it for any game because it's about each game and each contest separately. I don't need a week to build up for the Chiefs, and neither does our team. Obviously, from last season, where we beat their ass twice, they like to spout that they're the reigning champions of the AFC West, yet they got their asses handed to them by the Oakland Raiders two times. As a matter of fact, we were 6-0 and in the division. They haven't done that in decades. Well, guess what, Raider Nation? They're coming to town. They are coming to town to see our new quarterback, Carson Palmer. You got to know that they planned for, and we're looking forward to playing Jason Campbell. Uh, probably not looking forward. At least they knew they were going to play him. Now, who are we going to play? They don't know, and we don't know, really. I would have to say my guess would be that Carson plays. If he has a decent workout this week, he will be starting this game. Breaking news at the Sports Center regarding Carson Palmer's status. As you know, yesterday traded from the Bengals for two first-round picks uh, to the Raiders and some questions about how soon he might be able to get on that field. Of course, uh, Jason Campbell unavailable with his collarbone injury, and so the team desperate for a quarterback. Let's bring in Adam Schefter with the update on when we might see him, their new quarterback, and in what capacity, Adam. Hannah, there might be questions about when Carson Palmer will start, but there are answers as well. The Raiders are expected to start Carson Palmer on Sunday against the Kansas City Chiefs. Look, they didn't give up two first-round picks for the right to put this guy on the bench and have them slowly acclimated into their system. It sort of reminds me of the story during the Michael Jordan documentary when he was coming back from his long stint of being away while playing baseball. And Steve Kerr and Jub Bushler were driving to the game. And Jub Bushler said to Steve Kerr, do you think they'll start Michael Jordan in his first game back? And Steve Kerr said, as a general rule, when there's a statue of you outside the stadium, you start. <laughs> and it's a similar thing here. When you give up as much compensation for Carson Palmer as you do, you start. Right, in an effort to win now, now meaning Sunday, against the Kansas City Chiefs. What concerns are there, though, about what kind of physical shape that he's in and also things in terms of timing? Well, that's going to be an issue, and it's not going to be easy to get Carson Palmer up to speed with the Raiders' offense, familiar with the receivers like Darius Hayward Bay and Denarius Moore that will be throwing the football to. There'll be issues with timing. He's going to be working on that all season long, but he has worked with Hugh Jackson before at USC. He has worked with Hugh Jackson at the Cincinnati Bengals. The two men know what each other are about, and that will help the transition process. But this is going to take a little while for Carson Palmer to get fully acclimated. He stayed in shape by working out with Ken O'Brien and by anticipating that eventually at some point he would be back to football. So he's been building up to this day. But again, the Raiders didn't invest all that they did in Carson Palmer with the idea of having him sit on the bench. Hard to imagine that he said for the last six weeks he considered himself a retired quarterback. And now <laughs> here he is starting in an NFL game. I don't want to take too much away from Kyle other than the fact that he is just not a good quarterback. That's all I have to say. 
His decisions are really not good. He can't think his way out of a paper bag. Uh, his passes are always late. The, you know, the excuse that he hasn't had enough snaps just isn't working for me. Uh, if, if he has enough snaps, he better get some more snaps. And if he were if he were thinking that he was going to be the next guy up, why the hell did he have to go and get his helmet after someone had to tell him that the quarterback was down? He should have been right up on that game. I mean, that's one of the things that Kyle Bowler, yes, he is a proverbial back up. Maybe keep him for a couple of plays, maybe a quarter or two. Uh, other than that, he is not someone that's going to take us to the next level, and I don't care what the hell you say. When he finished out the game for Campbell, who was injured, I kept saying, Kyle, smoke a bowler. You need to relax. <laughs> he needed to relax because he was like a little spaz out there. I am, I am so, so, so happy we have Garson Palmer. It was looking very bleak for the Raider Nation, and everyone walking to the parking lot was actually, like, stunned. What are we going to do now? Well, we have our answer to our question. Now, the Kansas City Chiefs are 2-3. and three. That's correct. They're behind. Uh, maybe they're not last in the AFC West. Maybe they're second to last, but they're definitely not as good as uh, they were last season. They're not playing very good football, and for good reason. Their schedule is a little harder, obviously, because they're not winning. They're coming off a two-game winning streak, and they think they have it together enough to come to Oakland and win this game. Now, this is a huge game for Kansas City. It's huge because if they win, it'll put them in 3-3, three and three, one up in the division, and San Diego goes to their house on Halloween uh, so they can have a chance to rally and be ahead of the AFC West again. Yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> Hold on there, partner. You got to come through Oakland first. They're all talking about next week and the San Diego Chargers coming to town when they're 3-3. Three and three. Very bad planning, my friends. I believe the Kansas City Chiefs think they have a chance and an opportunity to beat us because we're down a quarterback. I think they feel and smell the blood in the water. And they're going to come after us with all cylinders, folks. You know they're going to rush. They're going to try to pressure the quarterback. That I guarantee. And I also guarantee they're going to try to give us a healthy run game. That's what they were lacking last time. And we stopped them to begin with. But they've got this guy named battle and he's been battling pretty good for this team you know he's a stocky runner and he can zip through and produce some serious yards their line is improved their quarterback is Matt Castle and in October he has a pretty good record he's like an October baseball player so we have to really put the heat on Castle like we did last time it was beautiful last year when we saw Castle running for his life this is what we need to do again. We need to really pressure him because Dwayne Bowe, one of his primary receivers, is on fire. He's really playing a good game, and this is no easy win for us, man. This is a division game. They have to have this win. We need to have this win, too. If we're going to get to where we need to be, we need to beat our division again. 
And there's no reason that we can't beat the Chiefs twice. Twice! I'm saying. We have the team, we have the players, and we have the momentum to take these mofos down. They're coming to our house. They're coming to the house that Al built. It should be a full house. I'm telling you, it's going to be crazy loud like it has been the last few games. And I think the nation is feeling the turnaround this year for show. These are the kind of games we have to win, folks. We can't be in December sitting here saying we should have, would have, could have won this game or that game. We were so close, and now we have no chance to make it to the playoffs. We're just a few games, two games, one game out. You know, we don't want to have that. We want to be able to fly into the playoffs a contender. Someone who everyone has to think of and stress out about and plan for. Not someone who just squeezes in barely. That's not how this team works. That's not how this coaching staff works. And that's not certainly how the Raiders want to go anywhere like a meek little kitten. Ain't happening, Padna. Let's look who the Chiefs have won and lost against. Uh, That'll let you know kind of who they are. They got beat by the Bills 41 to 7. 41 to 7. They got pummeled. Not like our game. They got pummeled by the Lions 48 to 3. <laughs> now they almost beat the Chargers. Chargers beat them 20 to 17. That was a very close game and that is very good. For the Oakland Raiders, because if the Chargers are having a hard time with the Chiefs, well, what can I tell you? They did beat the Minnesota Vikings that actually don't have a quarterback and are kind of running around clueless of who they are and have no identity. Not a good team. They are in the Andrew Luck sweepstakes along with a couple other teams. Indianapolis Colts, they beat them too, 28-24, barely with a rookie quarterback and a you know another another team that's disheveled, unable to get it together because they've lost their number one player. They're kind of off a bye week right now, and they're feeling pretty good about getting healthy. They could feel good all they want, but that way they played this season, I believe with my whole heart that we should kick the living shit out of them again and kick them all the way out of Oakland. Uh, never to be seen again because we're going to go there and kick their ass in their own house this year. The Kansas City Chiefs are a mouthpiece. They're looking for some traction, and they don't need to get it here in Oakland. We need to show them exactly who we are. We are the new bullies of the AFC West. We need to kick their ass and send them home with a little reality check because their whole turnaround on Oakland ain't going to happen, Padna. It ain't going to happen this year under this coaching staff with this team for show. And that is all I have to say about that. Bad of the bone. Bad of the bone. It is time for the bone line. 1-800-620-7181. 1-800-620-7181. Hey, man, you guys are blowing up these phones. I'm loving it. Render Nation's up in the house, up in here. I'm loving every minute of it. Hey, don't forget to visit our website at www.rendernationpodcast.com. Check out our videos on YouTube 
or you can get them on iTunes as well, Radio Nation Videocast. They are fun. They're funny. You get an idea of what it's like in the Coliseum, and you're going to want to put your ass in a seat when you watch one of those videos because it is off the hook fun, man. We ain't playing around there. We're having a good time. You know, anybody's been there, got to know it. And let me remind you to vote for Raider Nation Podcast on the Podcast Awards. Check out our site. It's on our webpage like I just gave you, www.radarnationpodcast.com. Click on the little hoot nanny right there to give you directions on how to vote. You vote for Best Sports Podcast and Best Produced, those two categories, and they're very easy to see. And then, of course, you have to confirm your vote when it goes to your uh, your regular mail, it'll give you a confirmation. You have to confirm your vote each time or they don't count. Come on, man. we got to be champions. We're going to be champions this year. we got to do it all across the board. Rainy Nation Podcast needs your help, partners. So who's, who's first on the bone line? Let's get to it. And our first caller on the line is kind of voicing our entire nation's opinion. Well, let's listen to Maddie Rada. Matty Raider here. Hey, fucking Kyle Bowler in. Give me a break. Shoot Jason up with fucking painkillers or something, because if our season's riding on Kyle Bowler, you can forget it. It's 14-7 now. We're going to fucking lose this game 28-14 if this turd stays in. I'm out. Everyone in the Coliseum was collectively thinking the same thing, brother. The same thing. And next we have the Pennsylvania Raider. Raider Nation, this is Pennsylvania Raider. Just got done watching that game, man. Great game. One of the best games I've seen in a while. Kind of let them back in the game there towards the end, but nevertheless, we got the win. So, uh, you know, it's all good. The defense, man. Oh, my God, the defense. They should win Defense of the Week award. Unbelievable. We took a big, steamy pile of shit on the Cleveland Browns. It was great. We fucked up Cole McCoy all day. Fake field goal. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. Uh, what a turnaround from preseason. Preseason, we were 0-4. We looked like shit. I was one that absolutely crucified Hugh Jackson. The man looks like a friggin' genius now. Great play calling, great everything. Now, which leads me to Kyle Bowler. The best way I could describe Bowler is he's kind of like when your family's going to Disney World and one of the kids says, hey, Dad, can my one friend Kyle come? He's never been there. Yeah, sure. And you have to keep stopping the car every 20 minutes so Kyle can go to roll up on the side of the road because he keeps like been getting like emotion sickness. That's kind of what Kyle Bowler is. Um, you know, he's just kind of along for the ride. Um, really didn't impress me at all that game, but uh, he better step it up because I, I, because they're saying that Campbell might be out for six weeks with a broken collarbone, possibly the season. So he better step that shit up. We're four and two. We could easily take the West. We got three division games in a row coming up. We got to take it, Nation. This is our time. We are going to take it. That one was for Al. 
And as Waiter Chris would say, I'm out like a fat girl in dodgeball. You're right, man. We got the division coming up. Kyle Bowler's not the man. Thank goodness we all thought he was going to be the man. We can all take a collective sigh of relief. I hope. Pennsylvania's coming in big. Raider Nation. It's Raider Chris. It's Grant PA. Just got done watching the game with my boy Toby. And I'll tell you what, I'm liking it. I'm liking the defense. We played solid. We played hard. We played dedicated. And why? Because of Mr. Al Davis, the godfather of the Oakland, Los Angeles, whatever you want to call them, Raiders. Um, I'm hurting about Campbell. Um, from what they're saying, we're out for, he's out for the year, which hurts because if Bowler starts or even if Pryor starts, we're in trouble at, at quarterback. We really are. Uh, hopefully we go out maybe sign Garrard for the year. He would definitely be an upgrade from the other two guys. Uh, I don't know about the quarterback situation, but, of course, our offense looks dynamite. Our, our defense looks stellar. Van Dyke had a good game, like I told everybody. Calm down on the guy. He's a solid ball player. Uh, Leckler, I guess, uh, I don't know. Maybe he should start a quarterback. I don't know. Um, just happy. Just happy for this win because uh, instead of tears, I'm, I'm bringing smiles for Al Davis. I know that's what he's doing. That's what he'd want us all to be doing. And uh, just, uh, just, just happy. Just happy for the Raider Nation. This is what we need. We can definitely go into the bye week with just two losses. I like that. Definitely take it to the Queefs next week. Like I said, look after that, that quarterback situation. But we're definitely looking up. We can definitely take this uh, division, play smart. Let's get it done Raider Nation style. Beat that ass. Raider Chris, I am out like a fat girl in dodgeball. Love you, Raiders. Our defense is really stepping it up as we start to move into the season. They're really putting the heat on, and we're going to need every bit of that the rest of the year. Uh, the bye week, I can't wait for that to come because we should be, uh, with only two losses, we should be in a good position to take the division. Thanks for the call, brother. And next we have Johnny Rada from New York City. Check him out. <laughs> Greg, what's up? Johnny Raider in Long Island, New York. Uh, Monday morning, real excited, of course, about the big win against Cleveland. That's a, that's a moving-ahead game. Old Raider teams lose that game probably on the bounce back. But uh, I'd love to hear what you thought of that fourth down going for it. Uh, they're up 14 with, I don't know, maybe four minutes left. I'm sure you know the exact time. You kick the field goal there. You're up three scores. The game is over. And we don't have to endure that soft prevent defense followed by the onside kick review and the ensuing uh, nail-biting experience. So I thought that was kind of a weird decision by Coach Jackson there. I love him. I mean, the team plays hard for him, and we're going in the right direction. But uh, I thought that one was a little bit crazy. Could have cost him the game. Uh, don't want to be negative, though. Great win. Interested to hear your thoughts, and uh, unfortunately we lost Campbell. But uh, I think we're going to be all right. Thanks, Ben. Well, my brother, you know, you got to look at it. When I was there at the game at the moment, I thought we could make this first down. we got to put Bush in there, but they used McFadden. 
You know, I just don't think the personnel grouping was right for the call. And really, now that I look at it after the end of the game, we should have solidified the win and cruised the rest of the game. You know, we did lose Campbell, but we could have lost another player needlessly because we weren't in a position to really dominate the last part of that game. We should have gotten the field field goal and went on to the locker room with a W and not worried about it. I am tired of these nail biters. They're freaking killing me. If that's what they like, they're doing it the right way. It was a bad call. We should have we should have kicked the ball for the field goal. And next we have the uncomparable, my good brother, New York Raider Tommy. What's up, Tommy? What up, Raider Nation? Tommy, the New York Raider here. Um, had to check in. Haven't checked in since Al died. I just want to thank him for true being the Raiders, making me a diehard Raider fan. I mean, he he had his he he made his mistakes, but uh, for the most part, he, he he was he was the best owner ever. I mean, he cared about his players, he cared about his fans, cared about the Raiders. I mean, anybody who lives and dies the Raiders is family to me. A few things. One, I, I had to check in. I didn't want to check in last week. I didn't want to make a big deal about it. But uh, Hugh Jackson, I love him. Don't get me wrong. I love him. But he's making these decisions sometimes that can really put our, our team in jeopardy. Last week, he went for two where I don't feel like he needed to go for two. Go, go, for, the point, go for the extra points when you need them. Take the points. It's early in the game. You don't know if that can come back and haunt you. We dodged it last week. This week, fourth and one. With foreign change on the clock, the team's not doing nothing. Their, their offense isn't – they're doing garbage. Why give them an opportunity to get back in the game? You go for, you go for the three. You make it a 17-point game, a three-possession game. This team scores. Then they, get the t- then they get the ball back on an onside kick. We dodged the bullet there. Our defense came through. Our defense came through huge for us. But we, we, we can't make these mistakes. It's going to wind up biting us. Take the points. Take the points, you. Take the points, baby. Now, now you make some great calls. Shane Lecker looked like our best quarterback after uh, after my boy Campbell went down. What a game. At one other point. One other point. This is this is really for the podcast. This is my first season. I'm listening to you guys and they have a winning record. How awesome is that? Four and two. And we get to listen to Lady Greg talk about it. Go Raiders, baby! Yeah, that was a really uh, tough call. Put our team in a bad position not kicking that field goal because we could have cruised the rest of the game. I agree. And yes, this is the first winning season so far since I started this damn thing. And it's pretty fucking cool, actually. And I appreciate you mentioning that because <laughs> it's been tough for this whole time. So thank you, my brother. It's always good, Tommy. Always good. Next, my probably one of the most positive guys on our site, Raider Jaime, comes in with some wisdom, man. Check this guy out. He's got it. What's up, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation? This is Raider Miami calling out of Bakersfield. On the passing of uh, our great leader, it really didn't hit me until I heard your podcast here the other day, Raider Greg, and it's been a pretty uh, somber feeling, and 
I don't know, just been mourning. And uh, the call that really, like, stuck out to me the most was uh, Virginia Raider. When he said uh, he didn't really get to uh, live to see those, you know, those great 70s and the early 80s like we all did. But I just got one thing to say for Virginia Raider. You know what? It's the beginning of a new chapter for our nation. And you know what? It's going to be a great one. I just feel it. And I've been telling you from the beginning, Raider Greg, this is this is the start of something great. And you know what? Leave it to good old Al to, to again, leave leave on a, on, a, on a great note to start a new chapter in Raider history. And I just got to say for all those new Raider fans that, that uh, that are in the nation, man, you know what, get ready, because this is going to be another great, you know, decade, I just, I feel it, man, it's going to be great, man, so, um, to everybody stay hopeful and, and faithful, and I'm sure we'll, we'll get another leader after, um, the fall of Jason Campbell, you know, we'll, we'll get a quarterback that'll, that'll rise to the occasion, I know we'll be in the playoffs this year, because this is a very special season, fellas, and, you know what? Enjoy this ride, man, because it's going to be a great one. Everybody stay stay proud and true because you know what? We had the world's greatest owner and it was it was a great run with Mr. Davis. Rest in peace, my man. I'm out. Even before the Carson Palmer move, Raider Jaime's heart and soul and passion for this team was showing that he knew the Raiders were going to handle business. It's nice about Al Davis, too, man. The legacy, this new decade, what a way to start a season. Thanks for the call, my brother. And next, we have Raider Lewis from the Northwest Raider Booster Club. He's representing. Listen to him, man. Raider Greg, this is Raider Lewis. Just want to say... Just win, baby. We found out a way to uh, take it to them Browns. Let's sweep this division. Those are the next three games. Can't wait to get to San Diego because we're going to take them boys out too, just like we did last year. Raider Nation for life. And to the Hazmat Boys, that Al Davis song, was it hit the heart. Thanks, Hazmat Boys, for making that song. Raiders, I'm sticking with you till the end. Raider for life. This is Raider Lewis from the Northwest Booster Club, and I'm out. The Hazmat Boys. If you haven't seen them, you haven't heard them, check them out. They're on YouTube. They have iTunes. You got to check them out, man. They're out there. Listen to them. Their music is stellar. Tribute song to Al Davis. Awesome. Next, as always, very entertaining, my good brother, Raider Special Ed. I love this guy. Hey, Raider Greg, Raider Nation, this is Raider Special Ed. Man, what a game. What a game. The defense showed up, and we lost our quarterback early in the game. But the boys fought through it, came back, and won. And all the haters are going to say, oh, that's an ugly way, blah, blah. If New England had did it, if they lost their prima donna quarterback and shit, it would be called heroic. This was fucking heroic. God damn, defense was awesome. And how about our special teams, man? Shane Lecture, touchdown pass the boss. God damn, that was awesome, just awesome. And the coach, oh, I'm really starting to like this guy a lot, a lot. They were brilliant. And I'll tell you something else, too. 
goddamn, Shane Leckler's not going to get in to the Hall of Fame because he's a punter, and it pisses me off. First one should be Ray Guy. And by God, I've never been to the Hall of Fame. But me personally, I ain't never going till they do the right thing and put Ray Guy in, and then they damn well better put Shane Leckler in. Just my thoughts. But to me, I think it's fucking wrong. And I think this team, even with Bowler, next week is good enough to beat the Kansas shitty Chiefs. I know they can. I know it. Give Bowler time with this team. They can pull this out, man. We're 4-2. and two. And I honestly believe we play the way we did, we can make it. We can make it. Maybe not to the bowl, but damn, at least 6-0 in the division. I say we ain't nobody's punk bitch no more. And that's, that's I think, what Al would want. You know what I mean? We can improvise, overcome, and adapt like I said before. There's nobody on this team that's a superstar. We play as a team. That's why we get the, quote, ugly fucking wins. They're not ugly wins, man. Those are brilliant wins. When our main guys go down, the rest pick up the slack, and we still pull it out. That's old-school Raider football, man. Don't get too down. Let Bowler work with the team. I think we can do it. We might need to bring in a backup, and hopefully Campbell can do it in four to six weeks. I don't know. Broken collarbone on his throwing arm? Eh, That's a tough thing, man. And it, and it's going to hurt him. <laughs> so he'll be playing through a lot of pain, man. But uh, yesterday, for the first time, I saw them playing as a team. That impressed me the most. But then again, with these squeakers and my old ass, if I start getting heart troubles, I might have to quit watching them because, man, they took it down to the wire. Anyway, man, love your show. Love calling in. Love the fact that you put me on listening to my screwed up voice. And uh, I'm out. Now, here's a Raider fan who, who has faith in Bowler. Now, I'm not saying that I don't have faith in Kyle Bowler. And if he was our only option, man, you know that we'd have to stand behind his ass. We'd have to stand behind him and cheer him on. Thank goodness we don't have to because we have a proven veteran uh, a guy that can take us to the rest of the show without too much possibility of problems. Uh, and he is not a superstar. He's not made the superstar thing yet. Uh, you know, I think we have a bunch of team members here. Uh, Moss, uh, Curry, I mean, Seymour. These guys are going to put together a team that can make it to the Super Bowl and win it. Baby, thanks for the call, brother. Next from the enclave of the Las Vegas Raiders, my good brother, Raider Steve. Hey, Raider Greg, Raider Steve in Vegas. Uh, just heard that we signed Carson Palmer. Um, sounds like we're giving up quite a bit for him, and that's I don't know, you know, two first round picks. One is conditional. I don't know, man. That's Hugh Jackson is not fucking around. This dude, he's got, and he just, he doesn't give a fuck, man. He'll throw it all out there. You know, this could be a Rich Gannon-esque type trade. Um, he's probably the best quarterback available out there that we could have gotten. I think we paid too much, but I think that's the only way we're going to get him. And uh, shit, man, do or die. 
you know, we're either going to, we're going to go for it, man, or we're going to burn out in flames with this one, I think. Uh, wow, it's exciting, man. It's really exciting to be a Raider fan. Um, you know, I know it's a risk, but, boy, it's great to know that your team's going to go out and do stuff like this. I mean, if it doesn't work, oh, well, you know, we'll do something again next year. I don't know, but, wow, Hugh Jackson has some serious stones. Um, I don't know what to think, man, but I'm, I'm definitely excited. I'm interested. So we'll, we'll see what happens. I'm out. I think your best quote is Hugh Jackson is not fucking around. <laughs> I know it's great. A team that could do this, man. This is what the Raiders do. This is why we do it. And no one else does it just like we do. That's us, man. We're going for it, baby. Thanks for the call, bro. We have my good brother next, the Jersey Raider. Raider Greg, Raider Nation. What's good, y'all? Just found out a couple of hours ago we traded for Carson Palmer. Um, you know, so far, some kind of, you know, kind of leaning toward liking this move. You know, I'm not freaking out like the fans of the rest of the 31 other teams are saying, oh, the Raiders are crazy and they don't know what they're doing and it's lunacy. They can all, you know, shut up as far as I'm concerned because they don't follow the Raiders and they don't know how we do business. Draft picks, yeah, you might say it's steep, but you know what? We did for first round for Seymour two years ago. People called us lunatic then and called out David Senile. And you know what? Those people, they're real quiet today. So, I mean, we have to look at this positively. I think Carson Palmer can come in and contribute. I'd like to, you know, see him do well. It's going to take a lot for him to learn the playbook. Uh, but he knows this guy, and I, I believe in this. I believe in this team and what we can do and achieve. And uh, also, just remember, fellas, don't despair. You know, when we got Rich Cannon, he was in his mid-30s, and he was considered, you know, a washout by the time he came to us in 1998. And uh, four years later, he was 38 years old, I believe, and he led us to the Super Bowl, and he won the MVP that year, the 2002 uh, league MVP. So, you know what? Don't believe the hype. We're doing well. We're 4-2. And, and as always, Raider Nation, stay strong, stay proud. This is Jersey Raider, and I'm out. Great call. Good points. Yes, yeah, Seymour, we gave up another one pick, and everyone was like, oh, you gave, he's old. He'll never last. Guy is still kicking ass. So you know what? The other teams, like you say, brother, they got a lot to say until they come and play the Raiders. Thanks for the call, man. Next, my very good brother, Raider John, from Providence, Rhode Island. What's up, man? Hey, guys, what's going on? It's Raider John from uh, Providence, Rhode Island. A lot to talk about. A lot of crazy stuff going on with this organization. Uh, let me just start real quick by saying great win against Cleveland. I think that's a game we should have won. I'm glad we did. Uh, as far as that situation where we're up, 14 points, and we're in field goal range, guaranteed. Fourth and one, they go for it instead. I don't understand that call at all. All 31 other coaches in the league would have definitely took the field goal there. I mean, that's something I do in Madden when I'm just trying to run up the score. Anyway, that's not even here nor there at this point because Campbell is gone for the year. Broke collarbone, I'm sure everybody knows, obviously. And now we we had to scramble for a quarterback. Well, right before I called, I saw breaking news. We're going to get Carson Palmer, and we're going to lose next year first-round pick 
in probably the year after the first round pick. I think this is probably one of the worst moves I've ever seen this organization make, in my opinion. In my opinion, I don't think Costa Palmer's good at all. I've seen him play. Like, maybe, yeah, he could turn it around and be all right, but I just don't think he's that good at all. I've seen him do ridiculous things that a veteran shouldn't have done when I saw it happen at the time. But anyway, to lose those picks, and the point is, is we have Terrell Pryor on the bench. I don't know if this guy is going to be the next Cam Newton, but, I mean, we just grabbed him, at least give him a shot. I'd rather go down with Kyle Bola and have this guy get some reps than try to do something with Costa Palmer because I, I, I really don't think we're going to beat teams like Green Bay and Detroit down the stretch in Chicago with Costa Palmer. I mean, we may. Hey, you never know. I could be eating my words. I hope I am. But, I mean, those two picks, I think those are, we, we might really need them, you know, to help out prior. So, I don't know. Tell me what you think. Thanks for uh, thanks for the show. I'll be going back next week, man. I'm glad we're 4-2 right now. I mean, it's just on a sour note, though. It just sucks. Campbell's gone. We just had the system going pretty good, man. It's what a curveball at us. I'll talk to you guys soon. Go Raiders. Love you, Raider Nation. Stay positive. Uh, I got to like this move by the Raiders to get uh, Carson Palmer. I got to like it. He's the best quarterback, I think, that's available. And I believe that this team, putting him in the middle of this team, uh, could be magic beyond belief. And I hope it is. And that's the hope we all have to have, man. Uh, Kyle Bowler wasn't taking us anywhere, and two number one picks never promise a rose garden. So, you know what? I think it's good. This is Raider way. This is the way we do business, and I hope and pray that uh, this thing works out because <laughs> it could be crazy good. Next, we have Raider Anthony in Washington with some soiled draws. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Nation? Anthony up here in uh, in Washington State. Got the news. Carson Palmer's now a Raider. I, I can't lie, Nation. I shit my pants when I saw uh, when I saw Campbell go down. Man, I had to I had to throw my pants out. It was really bad. Uh, all of a sudden, I saw the season go down the tubes. But uh, I like this move. It kind of reminds me of uh, kind of reminds me of '02 when we uh, when we lost. Four straight, then we went to the donkey's house, beat the donkey's asses, and and uh, made a run all the way to the bowl. I really think that uh, I think that Palmer could be the guy, man. I think he could be the guy that um, gets us to that next level and that gets us gets us into the playoffs, leads us in the playoffs, and uh, gets us a Lombardi Trophy. I don't know if that's this year. Um, I know that if it's uh, not next year, then this whole trade would have been a uh, would have been a big ripoff, but. You know, I still got faith in Campbell. I still think we should keep him. Maybe keep him as a as a backup. You know, in case uh, in case Palmer goes down. You know, we got we got a plan B. But I, I don't know that uh, Campbell's coming back this year. But you know, thinking ahead to twelve, got to figure out a way to keep Campbell and get rid of this Bowler uh, and uh, Terrell. I'll trade my jerseys for tattoos for prior. We got to get rid of those guys. And maybe get in another veteran quarterback. You know, we got two veteran quarterbacks behind uh, behind Carson. And I think it'll be nice. Anyway, I'm excited. I know that Palmer ain't gonna be playing on Sunday against the Queefs, but uh, I'm sure he's gonna go in after the bye. Uh, you know, hopefully uh, Bowler can go in and 
just at least figure out a way to manage the game. Just give the ball to run DMC, man. Don't don't pass it. Don't try to be a hero, man. Just give it to run DMC, and uh, we got this. All right, Nation. I'll wrap with you later. Peace. That's a good call, brother. You know, I especially like the positive note on the the quarterback uh, that we just picked up, Palmer. But I also think it's funny that you mentioned Terrell Pryor selling or trading his jerseys for tattoos. This, my friends, is the mentality we deal with with Terrell Pryor. I thought it was a crappy decision. Uh, I don't know. We're going to be stuck with this kid for a while, but I don't know. I'm not putting a lot of buck water in his bucket. And Kyle, <laughs> Kyle's got to play. And if Kyle's going to play, this game must be should be his most important game of his life. If he wants to have a chance, an opportunity to continue to play in the NFL, he has to make this game happen. I hate seeing him pass the ball because he is an interception machine, but he is going to have to pass the ball because they're going to box us up, man. They're going to box us up so hard, they're going to have 9, 10, 11 guys in the box. They're going to pressure him and try to keep him from making any decision just like he is. Uh, he's got to step out of that mold and, and be a, a champion this week. We need a win. We must beat the, uh, you know, those guys. All right, man. Thanks for the call. Next, Raider K-Dog from Washington. Check him out, man. What's up, Raider Nation? This is Raider K-Dog from Washington. Uh, just calling in about the news about Carson Palmer, man. We gave up two first-round picks to pick up fucking Carson Palmer. That's insane. I can't believe we just gave two first-round picks for a quarterback that didn't even have a good season last year. Jason Campbell's supposed to be back in six to eight weeks. We just needed somebody to fill that void while he was out. And we go and give two first-round picks, man. I hope he's our quarterback for the next fucking 10 years because that's pretty much what we just gave up, man. That's insane. I just can't believe that. We needed a quarterback, but not for two first-round picks, man. That just blows my mind. That that We're not going to have no draft picks coming next year if we keep doing this shit, man. I don't know. But, hey, the Raiders, the Browns game was off the hook, man. Raider Greg, it was cool meeting you. Uh, another win for the Raiders. We just need to keep winning. But for two first-round picks, man, fuck, we better win the goddamn Super Bowl. So, hey, I'm out, man. Raider Nation, one love. I know the feeling. I understand. We gave up a lot for him. And I, I think we're throwing all the dice in. I think they are all in. Because this is a huge gamble. But isn't this just how the Raiders do business? Isn't this how the Raiders have done things since they started? I think uh, for better or for worse, man, it's better to to burn out than fade away, and I'd rather do go this way than any other way. So whatever. We didn't have any any picks next season anyway. Uh, fuck it. Next, we have Raider Victor calling from Fresno, California. What's up, brother? Hey, Raider Greg. This is Victor calling out of Fresno, California. I was calling uh, about the news about Carson Palmer. Uh, I'm a little skeptical. I was believing in Jason Campbell, and I feel really bad for him that it's his last year of his contract, and he's over here getting hurt. And unfortunately, he may be done with his career. Where I doubt that they're going to keep these two guys on the team, plus keep Pryor and keep Bowler. 
So, I mean, it's not looking good for Campbell. It is a business, after all. And I'm hoping that Palmer will get his head out of his ass and not be, you know, causing drama here with our team like he did with the, the Bengals and can be like the second coming of Rich Gannon. I mean, Rich Gannon was with another team. He was up in age, and people doubted him. And I'm hoping Palmer can come in and do the same thing that Gannon did for the Raiders, you know, a few years ago. So hoping that uh, things turn out good for this team and trying to gonna try to stay optimistic about it. I mean, you never know what's going to happen, but good job on the show, guys. Looking forward to the next week's show, and also rest in peace, Al Davis. Thanks for the call, my brother. Yeah, Jason Campbell, uh, well, them's the breaks, literally. He broke his shoulder, and I, I don't think he's going to get a break here. I think that sucks because he is a Raider uh, for sure. But we need to hope that this character here turns out to be another Rich Gannon for sure for what we paid. We better be seeing something coming real soon. We have a no-name Raider caller, but when you hear the call, you'll know why I put him on here. It's pretty damn funny. Raider Nation. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, just got the news, and I hate to say it, but um, I think um, I think Campbell played his last game as a Raider. You know, he played hard for us, Raider Nation. You know, much love to you, man. Uh, I wish him the best, but um, I just think Carson Palmer is going to be our starter from here on out. You know, if we could, man, I, I would love to keep Carson and, and Campbell, you know, and just drop Kyle Bowler's bitch ass, you know, just get him out of there, you know. But, um, you know, let's just welcome him in. Go Raiders. Out with Lionel Richie. In with Conan O'Brien. Raider Nation, I'm out. Out with Lionel Richie. In with Conan O'Brien. Classic. That is so funny. Next, we have Mile High Raider. You know he's in hostile territory. Hey, Raider Greg, this is uh, Mile High Raider calling from Denver, Colorado. I'm just trying to tell you we're getting that uh, that quarterback piece in place. Now all we need is the cornerback piece, and it looks like we will be moving along and making great strides this year, hopefully winning the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Go Raider Nation. Yeah, I think the team has improved every month. Uh, it's pretty crazy. Usually you see things going the other direction, but hey, we're looking pretty good. Um, whatever, man. We're on this ride for the uh, whole season, baby. Next, we have OC Raider up in the house. What's up, brother? Uh, what's up, Raider Nation? OC Raider in the house. Another great day to be a Raider. Carson Palmer, wow. And to think this deal was going to get done. Hugh Jackson was a coordinator for SC. Hugh Jackson actually recruited Carson Palmer out of high school. So this is this is funny. It's kind of like a full circle. Now, you know, he's coming in, hopefully giving Hugh and all of us that long-missed ring that we have not been able to get to. Draft picks, I mean, we've had top picks the last 10 freaking years, and I think we're set. I think the time is now. I feel really bad for Jason Campbell because I really liked him. I was I was really in Campbell's corner. I thought and still believe he could take us there to the promised land. I mean, what an upgrade, man. 
He's about a, a couple of years older than Campbell, but what an upgrade. There was a question that I was wondering what Al had made this deal. And I kind of laughed at that, like, Al in the last few years? Probably not Al 10, 15 years ago? Yes, he was. And, I mean, that just shows I'm, – I'm still unclear who's really making the decisions right now. I don't know if it is Amy Trask or whoever it is. I mean, but, bro, I'll fucking vote. I love this deal. We got ourselves our quarterback now. And then I heard somewhere that they have, they also picked up a safety from the Bengals. Um, and Dupuy, or I don't I don't know how to say the dude's name, but he's supposed to be pretty good as well. So and uh, and it's pretty cool. All over ESPN radio, radio they're talking about the Raiders and Palmer. So so that's pretty nice. And I think it's really important. These next few games are so important to our season. Kansas City. Denver and San Diego. I mean, these are three division games we have to win. I don't think it's an automatic that we're going to go 6-0 again. It'd be nice, and then that would almost guarantee a playoff spot. But um, that's pretty much it, man. Mostly later, just wanted to give my take about Hugh and Carson coming full circle now, and I, I can't wait for Sunday. I, I always can't wait for Sunday, but now I really can't wait for fucking Sunday. Raider Nation, one love, also Raider out. Nice call, man. Full on, full connection between uh, you, Jackson, and Carson. I think that's a good thing. Uh, well, you know, we're going to see. We're going to see something happen real soon. We got three big time division games, like you said, on the way. Uh, man, I'm going to tell you right now, um, it's a big, big three game spree right now. We got to win all three to make an impression on everybody else, especially us. Thanks for the call, brother. Next, we have the Pennsylvania Raider with the news. Raider Nations, Pennsylvania Raider. Been trying to call the bone line for the last half hour. Man, it's been busy. I'm sure it is blowing up because everybody knows we just got Carson Palmer from the Cincinnati Bengals. I don't know, man. I think we gave up way, way too much for him. Two first rounds, that's that's ungodly. But I will say this, Raider Nation, it will be worth it if we win the Super Bowl. Not, oh, if we win the West. Not, oh, if we make the playoffs. Oh, if we make it to the AFC champ. No. The only thing that's going to justify putting up that much for Carson Palmer is if we win the Super Bowl. And it's really unfortunate for Jason Campbell because I think I, I think last week was the last week we saw him play in an Oakland Raider uniform because there's no way that they're going to keep Palmer and Campbell, which sucks because you could see Campbell really wants to be there. You could tell the man's a Raider. Just I don't know. I really don't know what to make of this pick. Kind of makes you wonder, um, you know, if Uncle Al was still around, would he have made this? I don't know. Um, but like I said, the only thing that's going to justify this is a Super Bowl win. That's it. If we win the Super Bowl, you know what? Then it's all good. Then it was a great trade. If not, then it's a shit trade. Uh, that's all I got. I hope this is a good trade, man. I hope it is. I don't know. We'll see what happens. All right, I'm out. It could very well be good enough to win a Super Bowl. Maybe not this season, but maybe next season. Remember, Gannon took three years to get to the show, so I'll take three years of division dominance, of winning football games, 
make it to the AFC Championship before I fully take my trophy, or maybe I'll take two trophies. But uh, I'd rather have that kind of season than the kind of season we've had in the last seven years. Uh, I think we paid too much, but it's too late. We have him. He is ours. The time is now. I know that's overstated terribly, but it really is. This is our chance. We got to turn things around this year. We were in momentum from last season, and it looks like it's carrying through, man. We got to keep this train a moving. Last but never least, my good brother, Houston Raider Steve. Check him out, man. He's a pretty smart dude. Hey, Raider Nation, this is Houston Raider Steve. I want to tell you how glad that I am that the Oakland Raiders had some balls like they always do, and they go out and they don't act like a bunch of wimps and pansies like the Houston Texans put their head in the sand. They got an owner here in Houston, Bob McNair, that doesn't want to pay any money. He's never going to do anything like a Richard Seymour or Carson Palmer because he just doesn't want to spend the money. And so they're complacent to sit back and be mediocre and everything else. But the Raiders go out, they've got some balls. They're going to go out there, and because they know if they go out and get Carson Palmer versus Sandy Pat, you know, nothing against Kyle Bowler, but he's always going to be a backup. He's never going to be a starter. That's just the way it is. We see it for what it is. We don't pretend it's not something else. And the Raiders go out, Hugh Jackson, Amy Trask and company, go out and get the players that they want because they know that they've got a damn good chance of winning the division with the very least possibility of making a wild card. We got some balls. We're aggressive. We go out and get what we want instead of just standing by acting like a bunch of, you know what? Well, playing it safe is like, you know, horseshoes and hand grenades. You know, it doesn't get you anywhere, but looking at everybody else go to the playoffs and you're wondering, I wonder what I could do. Meanwhile, Raider Nation, we're energized because, unfortunately, with uh, Campbell's injury, we went out. Did we pay a little bit more for Carson Palmer? We probably did, but you know what? At least we took the chance and cut off our ass and did something about it and try to improve our team instead of just standing pat and just say, oh, we'll just let everything just shake out. I'm too damn cheap. Anyway, all I can say is Carson Palmer, welcome to the Raiders, and go Raiders! All good points. I do think that we paid too much, but, you know, like uh, Steve was saying, man, this is the way the Raiders have been doing business since the beginning. The Renegades! That we don't know for sure, but we're going to give it a shot. What the hell have we got to lose as we go to championship after championship? This is the style of the Oakland Raiders. This is what we do. It's what we've done. And I hope it's what we'll continue to do in the future. This is our team. This is our organization. This is how we roll, man. Now, let me just say this at the end of the show. I am bummed for Jason Campbell. I am bummed for him because I really like Jason Campbell. I liked him a lot. He was a good player, a true Raider, a class act, and a guy that could represent the organization. Nothing was wrong with him. He had decent passing record. He had a decent control of the game was crazy good. You know, he he kept control of the game. He he protected the ball. He did everything that was asked of him, and now it looks like he's out. I sure as hell hope that the Raiders find a place, maybe back up if that's what he wants. But I wish that, that there was some way that this story could have ended differently for Jason because I just think he is a Raider. He is a true Raider, always will be a Raider. I think he liked this team more than any other team. And it's it just hurts me. I know he's got to be feeling sick 
about this decision. And you know what, man? Jason Campbell, we're all bummed for you, man. Uh, we got to move on. I'm hoping things work out for you, though, brother. Look, the Raiders made a big move in this. And, yes, it could blow up right in our face. And all the pundits would be going, yeah, well, see, we knew it was too much blah, blah, blah. But you watch when things turn around. You watch how brilliant we look. They said the same thing about Rich Gannon. They said the same thing about Plunkett. They said the same thing about a bunch of players that we had on our team that took us to Super Bowls and championships and great games and great memories. This team is not like any other team. Sable said it himself, there are 31 teams in the NFL, and then there are the Oakland Raiders. You're fucking A right. I am Raider Greg, and I am out.